This week from GNC Week in Review, powered by Geek News Central. Who dominated the Democratic debate on Twitter? Who lose live TV outage of the debate? A social media summit may be held at the White House. AT&T and T-Mobile turns on 5G, while Verizon adds 5G in another city, plus U.S. forecasters are worried about 5G. Those are some of the tech news stories this week, and it's Friday, June 28th, 2019. My name is Kirk Corliss, and that's episode 28 of the GNC Week in Review podcast, part of the Tech Podcast Network, if it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. If you are a new listener, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you can find on the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast app for Android, or on TuneIn, Spotify, and Stitcher. You have a comment, suggestion, want to say hi, love to hear from you, be it on social media or email. And you can find those ways of connecting, reaching out at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. It is a, from the title, it is a, uh, from the title of this episode, excuse me, excuse me, it's a supersized episode of GNCWIR. We're going to lead off this week with the government and tech news block. And first up, as we all know, there was the Democratic debate that was held last night and Wednesday night. With that in mind, data from Twitter on, we're on Wednesday, shows that the top tweeted, uh, the top tweeted moments of the night, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me, were, were Cory Booker speaking in Spanish. He wasn't the first or only candidate to do so. Excuse me. Clear my throat. Excuse me. Uh, Elizabeth Warren saying she had a plan to, quote, deal with House Speaker Mitch McConnell and the technical difficulties around some mics left on. The most tweet about candidates on a stage for the Democratic debate were at number one, Elizabeth Warren, followed by Cory Booker, Julianne Castro, Beto O'Rourke. Amy Klobuchar, and last at number six, Tulsi Gabbard. When it came to the most tweeted about U.S. politicians, though, President Donald Trump took the top spot, followed by Warren, Booker, Castro, President Barack Obama, and Bernie Sanders. Hulu's live TV subscription service experienced lengthy downtime on Wednesday during the first Democratic debate. Customers voiced their frustrations on Twitter as they tried tuning into the debate, which was hosted by NBC, NBC News and aired live on NBC and MSNBC. Viewers were met with, quote, playback failure and, quote, error playing this video messages on both mobile and TV devices. In um, Chris Andrews' report um, in Consumer Press, he noted that Hulu's live TV troubles persisted for over an hour before things were fixed around 10.40 p.m. Eastern Time. Apple launched its own 2020 Democratic Candidate Guide. The guide contains facts, biographies, and candidates' positions on key issues and will be supplied uh, and will be supplied with what Apple says is, quote, timely, trusted, and comprehensive information about those taking part with providers such as CNN, Axios, and The New York Times. The guide will be curated uh, specifically by a team of Apple News editors and as candidate drop out of the race. The guide will evolve to give more coverage to those still in the running. According to Apple, the 2020 Democratic field is, quote, complex, and the guide will act as a, quote, robust and reliable source resource for readers. The guides can be found in a top story section within the Apple News app on iPhones, iPads, and Macs. The app is free, although some news articles within the guides will sit behind paywalls. Readers can access these via Apple's News Plus service. 
A new report mentions that the White House is going to hold a social media summit next month. <clears throat> Excuse me, no further details have confirmed at this point in time, but White House spokesman Judd Deere said the summit will, bring, will, quote, bring together digital leaders for a robust conversation on the opportunities and challenges of today's online environment. The New York Times first reported that the White House is going to conduct a social media jo- social media summit in July. The event hasn't been officially confirmed by the White House as yet. There's also no, also no word on the people who will be invited to attend the summit as reportedly scheduled for July 11th. What's not known at this point at this time is what might the agenda, what might be the agenda for the summit and whether it'll be only administration officials and not the president who, who, who will interact with the participants. It's also unclear if representatives from social media companies like Facebook and Twitter will be will be present as well. So I'll keep an eye on this, and there's going to be and there is going to be a social media summit next month, and if there's any highlights from it. I will have that uh, in the in a future episode. And to close out the block for the government in tech news, several federal agencies failed to update system vulnerabilities over the course of the last two administrations that left Americans' personal information open and vulnerable to theft. This is a report that was released Tuesday by the Senate Homeland Security and Government and Governmental Affairs Subcommittee on Investigations that found. The report, spearheaded by Subcommittee Chairman uh, Republican of, of Ohio Rob Portman and Ranking Member Tom Carver, Democrat, Democrat of Delaware, and put together after a 10-month investigation, reviewed data compiled over the last decade by the Inspector General on Federal Information Security Standards for eight agencies. These agencies were the Departments of State, Homeland Security, Health and Human Services, Transportation, Education, Agriculture, and Housing and Urban and Urban Development, as well as the Social Security Administration. Of these agencies, the report found that seven had failed to provide adequate protection for personal information in their systems, and that six of the and six of the agencies has had not installed system patches in a timely way to protect against cyber vulnerabilities. All eight agencies were found to use, quote, legacy systems or those not supported by the original manufacturer anymore, resulting in further cyber vulnerabilities. Specific agency findings included that Homeland Security, Transportation, Agriculture, and Health and Human Services failed to address some cybersecurity weaknesses identified by the Inspector General over a decade ago, while the Social Security Excuse me. While the Social Security Administration was found to have severe cybersecurity vulnerabilities that risk the exposure of the personal information of more than 60 million Americans who receive Social Security benefits. In 5G, in 5G news this week on Thursday, the wireless carrier. Uh, excuse me. On on Thursday, AT and T announced that it's turned on on 5G in Las Vegas, its 20th city, to get its. 5G MM Wave Network, which AT&T calls 5G Plus. Exactly where the 5G network will appear in a city was not yet known. AT&T says it will have 5G in, quote, parts of Las Vegas, but did not provide a cover did not provide a coverage map or any details on particular locations. CNET says that their early tests of AT&T's 5G network have been impressive, with speeds in Los Angeles well over one gigabyte. Verizon announced Thursday that it's turned on Denver as its third 5G city, with Providence set to go live on July 1st. Sprint has turned on 5G cities, Atlanta, Dallas, Houston, and Kansas City, with plans to launch five more in, quote, the coming weeks. 
Early this week, uh, T-Mobile announced that it will be turning on its 5G MMWave network in six cities, including Las Vegas, which is today. With these 5G announcements from those carriers, U.S. forecasters have expressed concerns about 5G interference. Also, a group of scientific bodies have written to the Federal Communication Commission over the issue. The joint letter seen on the register says the situation is, quote, deeply concerning. It asks for an auction of radio spectrum for 5G uses to be delayed. Interference caused by increased communication activity could delay the reporting of important web information to the public, for example, during hurricanes, according to the American Geophysical Union, American Meteorological Society, and the National Weather Association. They argue that the weather networks they rely on are, quote, crucially important for public safety and scientific research. Uh, AccuWeather executive Jonathan Porter, um, who wrote in a separate letter to the FCC, says, quote, the loss of seconds can mean the difference between safety and grave risk to li- and grave risk to life and property. Satellites beam images of the Earth to meteorologists, and they also send data gathered from thousands of ground-based sensors. The organization that wants to use this band of spectrum in question, 1,675 to 1,680 megahertz for 5G purposes, is called Ligado Networks. In its own letter to the FCC, Ligato said failure to allow 5G use within the band would, quote, lead to the inefficient allocation of this prime low-band, lower mid-band spectrum, something the U.S. can ill afford as it attempts to win the race to 5G. The firm argues that weather forecasters can instead download weather data via Internet services. However, the National Oceanic and Administrative and Atmospheric Administration has monitored how quickly such technologies can deliver photographs for the, of the entire Earth, known as, quote, full-disk imagery, and found them to be too slow. The three meteorological organizations wrote in their joint FCC letter, quote, early in, 29, early in June 2019, the latency of full-disk and other images were regularly as high as three to seven minutes, far too significant for timely weather, balloon, weather bulletins. In the news recently, apparently there's a tension between Facebook and its content moderators, and it rose Thursday, yesterday, after a group of contractors at an Austin, Texas site posted an internal letter complaining that their dignity has been devalued, according to the Washington Post. One contractor was reportedly fired after posting YouTube videos of Bruce Springsteen, a rocker famous for advocating the advocating for the working person, into an internal company profile. The letter demands better pay and changes to the non-disclosure agreements workers are required to sign to secure the job, said the Post, which reviewed the letter. The missive was posted to Workplace and internal for oh, internal Facebook forum. The moderators worked for a subsidiary of Accenture that contracts with Facebook. According to the letter, according to the post, quote, low pay, increased monitoring for managers and strictly enforced production quotas have placed a significant role in diminishing morale in our workplace. It continues, quote, people have been pushed to a point where they feel that their personhood as well as their work has been devalued because they were they are viewed as interchangeable parts in the machine. CNET, who reported for this story and wasn't able to independently confirm the letter. Accenture spokeswoman Stacey Jones said the company doesn't comment on personal matters. The Post reported that an HR official told a fired employee that the song lyrics he shared raised safety concerns. Uh, the... Um, the uh, Springsteen uh, sings in the song Factory. 
The lyrics are, quote, end of the day, factory whistle cries, men walk through these gates with death in their eyes, and you just better believe, boy, somebody's going to get hurt tonight. The worker said it wasn't his intention to scare anyone and that he was a former musician, according to the Post. A Facebook 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 spokesperson said in a statement, quote, we don't ask for anyone to remove from our account without good reason. Last month, Facebook COO Sheryl Sandberg told moderators in a workplace post workplace post that the company was planning to raise wages for all contractors in the U.S. and provide on-site counseling for moderators around the world, according to the post story. The fired contractor Excuse me, the fire contractor who wasn't a contact moderator rebutted some of the Sandberg's points, according to the Post. The contractor, who had been in this position for three years, said he hadn't gotten the opportunity for a raise or promotion. He also complained about monitoring of workers' activities, including visits to the toilet. The Post said he worked in a different subsidiary than the moderators. In addition to the, in addition to the Springsteen music, the worker reportedly posted Know Your Rights by the Clash and the revolution will not be televised by Gail Scott Heron, along with the hashtag Workers for Workers. Twitter is adding a label to tweets that breaks its rules but are still considered to be in the public interest, namely from elected officials or those running for office. The company mentioned in March it was considering such a policy, and now it's enacting the measure effective immediately. You'll need to click through a warning to see the flagged tweets. It reads, quote, the Twitter rules about abusive behavior apply to this tweet. However, Twitter has determined it may be in the public's interest for the tweet to remain available. You'll only see the label, which won't be, a, a, which won't be applied retroactively on tweets from accounts that are verified and have at least 100,000 followers. Twitter said that in certain cases, such as direct violent threats or calls to carry out violence against someone, tweets aren't likely to be in a public interest. Those will probably be removed. The label will appear on rare occasions, Twitter said, and the flag tweets will also be downranked in the service's algorithm and search, so fewer people are likely to see them. The label tweets won't appear at all in safe search. Your timeline will or your timeline when you're on the top tweets view, live events pages, push notifications for recommended tweets, the notifications tab, or the explore section. Twitter is setting up a, dedita- is setting up a dedita- dedicated team to enact the, policy, the new policy, being those employees will likely be keeping close tabs on the accounts that fall within its, re- that fall within its remit. They'll determine whether to use label based on these factors. The immediacy and severity of potential harm from the rule violation with an emphasis on ensuring public safety, whether preserving a tweet will allow others to hold the government official accountable. Excuse me, let me back up, start over. Whether preserving a tweet will allow others to hold the government official, candidate for public office, or appointee accountable for their statements, whether there are other sources of information about the statement available for the public stay informed, if removal would inadvertently hide context or prevent people from understanding an issue of public concern, and if the tweet provides a unique context or perspective not available elsewhere that is necessary for a broader dis- for a broader discussion. Twitter wrote in a blog post that its main objective is to, quote, protect the health of the public conversation by allowing the public to engage with public officials and maintain a record of their remarks. It seeks to, quote, strike the right balance between enabling free expression, fostering accountability, and reducing the potential harm caused by these tweets. Walmart is now accepting Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or known as SNAP, benefits as payment method for online grocery shopping at all of its pickup locations, according to TechCrunch. 
The retail giant will allow customers to select, quote, EBT card as a payment option at checkout when shopping on the Walmart, on the Walmart grocery website. Items can then be picked up at any more than and any of more than 2,500 locations across the U.S. Shoppers will just have to provide their EBT card to a store associate before collecting their order. Walmart began accepting SNAP for online grocery purchases in a very limited run back in 2017. The company has has since expanded has since expanded the service and plans to continue. It will soon accept SNAP payments at more than 3,100 store locations before the end of the year. Walmart is also participating in a New York is also participating in a New York-based pilot program launched by the uh, U.S. Department of Agriculture that allows SNAP recipients to purchase groceries online using the assistance program. The former head of FCC Chairman Ajit Pai's broadband deployment. Advisory Committee uh, was sentenced to five years in prison for defrauding investors. Elizabeth Ann Pierce was CEO of Quintillion, an Alaskan, an Alaskan telecom company, where she lied to two investment firms in New York to raise $270 million to build a fiber network. She also defrauded two individual investors out of $365,000 and used a large chunk of that money for personal expenses. Pierce, who is 55, pleaded guilty and last week was given the five-year prison sentence in U.S. District Court for the Southern District, uh, Southern District of New York. U.S. Attorney Jeff Berman announced that Pierce is also, uh, ordered, quote, also, quote, ordered to forfeit $896,698 and all of her interest in Quintillion and a property in Texas. She will also be subject to a restitution order to compensate her victims at quote a later date. Pierce uh, convinced the two and Pierce convinced the two individual investors that they will receive ownership and interest in Quintillion in exchange for their three hundred sixty-five thousand dollars. When in reality, they received no shares in the company. Uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office said he, uh, she quote used half of one victim's used half of one victim's money and all the other victims state all the other all the other victims investment for own personal benefit quotillion said it quote took swift action and self-reported and self-reported to the department of justice when it learned of pierce's fraud the company said in 28 uh, april 2018 amazon is teaming up with national drugstore rite aid as part of a new package pickup service that further expands the tech giants logistics network the new service uh, excuse me the new service counter turns physical retail locations into pack up pick, into package pickup centers giving giving customers another delivery option for their Amazon orders at no extra charge it went live it is now live in more than 100 right aid stores and will reach 1500 locations by the end of the year Amazon plans to uh, make deals with other businesses and chains it's under the Amazon umbrella which also includes Amazon lockers for picking up packages uh, Patrick Patrick, excuse me, Patrick Sumpak, Worldwide Director of Amazon Hub, said in a statement, quote, we are excited to partner with national businesses like Rite Aid and local businesses in the future to create an outstanding experience for our shared customers. Starting on Monday, July 1st, New York Library patrons will no longer be able to stream movies for free from their homes as the nonprofit is ending its partnership with streaming service 
uh, Canopy, uh, where Gizmodo reports. In 2017, the New York Public Library, or NYPL, struck a deal with Canopy allowing any library cardholder to use the streaming service for free. That gave library users access to 30,000 movies, including recent hits like Moonlight, Lady Bird, and The Florida Project. It also... It also offered access to it also offered access to harder to find movies, which were not available on other streaming platforms, as the collection was focused on documentary, classics, and independent films. Although the service is free for users, it is paid it is paid for by a library rather than the flat subscription services charged by services like Netflix. Canopy works by charging libraries a license fee of around one hundred fifty dollars for each title, triggered by just three viewings. The library released a statement saying that it will no longer offer free, free access to Canopy, Broken Public Library, and Queens Public Library are also ending their partnership with a sharing service. The NYPL said, quote, the library made this decision after a, care- after a careful and thorough examination of its streaming offerings and priorities. We believe the cost of Canopy makes, the, makes it unsustainable for, unsustainable for a library and that our resources are better utilized purchasing in more in-demand collections such as books and e-books. Comcast Xfinity Mobile is no longer limited to selling smartphones. The carrier has introduced its non-phone devices, including LTE versions of the Apple Watch Series 4, iPad Air, and iPad Mini. All three will cost the same as they do elsewhere. It really comes down to the cost of service, whether you're subscribed to by the gig or unlimited data. It'll cost you $10 per month for every smartwatch or tablet you add to your plan. The iPads are available now in Xfinity stores. The the Apple Watch um, is starting to, is available today, and they will only be available at retail. FedEx on Monday hit U.S. Department of Commerce with a lawsuit saying it has been forced to, quote, police the millions of shipments it transports each day by the department's trade blacklist, which includes embattled Chinese phone maker Huawei. It comes, at, it comes a month after Huawei said it will review its relationship with the delivery company when packages bound for its Asian addresses end up in the U.S. The suit says that the export, says that the export administration regulations, quote, unreasonably hold carriers like FedEx liable for shipments and handles without knowing they violate the blacklist. The company said in a statement, quote, This puts an impossible burden on a common carrier such as FedEx to know the origin and technological makeup of contents of all the shipments and handles and whether they comply with the EAR. Huawei uh, isn't mentioned by name in FedEx uh, suit or its statement. As noted by TechCrunch, however, earlier this month, the Chinese government opened an investigation into FedEx over the four diverted Huawei packages, which FedEx said were misrouted accidentally and not because it was told to do so. A Commerce Department spokesperson wrote in an email statement, quote, we have not yet reviewed the complaint, but nevertheless to look forward to defending Commerce's role in protecting U.S. national security. In the Tech Tips block this week over on uh, MakeUse.com, if you have a uh, green thumb or if you know someone has a green thumb, um, there is the uh, six best um, free um, online landscape and garden design tools. Um, so if um, you're looking to give your background, uh, your backyard, excuse me, a makeover, there's great free online tools um, for for gardening and landscaping. There is um, garden kitchen garden kitchen garden planner, uh, gardenia my garden, veg plotter, timber tech deck 
TimberTech, mouthful, TimberTech deck designer, uh, Marshall's paving planner, and Bradstone paving planner. So I will link up in the show notes that you can um, check out for yourself. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Um, speaking of um, uh, U.S. Um, forecasters, um, over on MakeUse.com, there is um, five. There is uh, five free weather apps for forecast, climate-based advice, and fun. Uh, there is uh, an app called Breeze on for Android and iOS. There is um, Fashion Frog. Um, this is, uh, I guess, from what on the uh, screenshot here I'm looking at right now. Um, looks like it's a it's a weather based on your fashion and what to dress. Okay. <laughs> um, also, Air Visual is on on the web, Android and iOS. There's also Climate for Me. This is on the web, um, which compares compares climates for multiple, multiple cities. Um, there is Anti Weather. Um, this is also on this is on the web. Weather on the other side of the Earth. Um, so, if you want to check that out, I have a link up in the show notes. You can check that out as well. Over on PCWorld.com, there is a great article on how to avoid internet fraud, scams, phishing, and other cyber crime. Uh, we all have someone that uh, needs help that's not really internet savvy and doesn't know. Don't click on certain things. Don't click on links you don't know. Um, and spoofing and phishing and emails and not to when you get a call email from about from the IRS that wants to pay your taxes in um, Apple gift cards, um, which the IRS does not pay does not want Apple gift cards. Um, they won't also they will not also they will not send an email as well. Um, you'll get a you'll get a letter in the mail with their letterhead, et cetera. So, uh, so if you know someone, if you're tech savvy and need some help or vice versa, if you want to know how to avoid these scams, great link, a uh, great article from pcworld.com. Also in the show notes this week, um, how to find uh, six ways to provide, to find the perfect TV show or movie on Netflix. Um, there's um, filter by genre, genre. You can browse more refined categories. You can filter by year or rating um, also, when you're watching a movie, you rate as many videos you can, um, find related movies, um, or also you can rediscover your list. So I will link up in the show notes. You can check out on that. Um, also, in the uh, next up in the uh, continue on in the block um, uh, in the video streaming news block. Excuse me. Um, over on lifehacker.com, what's coming and going from HBO in July. Uh, there is uh, a long list here. Um, for example, for movies, there's Bohemian Rhapsody, which I'm definitely going to watch. Um, Widows, uh, original programming, um, Behind Closed Doors, their seri uh, series premiere, Divorce, series finale, Sesame Street, season 49. Wow. Um, Big Little Lies season two finale. There's um, titles in Spanish um, starting July 1st. Um, there's the A-Team. These are all movies. Um, Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps, Rush Hour 2, Leaving July 31st on the titles, um, Dangerous Minds, uh, Valentine's Day, The Outsider. So I have a link of the entire list of all the TV shows that are coming and going from HBO. And last up, uh, 4th of July is upcoming, this upcoming Thursday, and I'll have a link up in the show notes from techhive.com on the 12 movies, 12 essential movies to stream over 4th of July. 
Um, some of them include um, all the presidents, all the presidents men. Um, that's on Netflix. Um, the big red one. Uh, so I'll have a link. Uh, also, Captain America: The First Avenger, um, Coming to America. Funny movie, great, great, great movie. Um, so I'll have a link of all the other uh, ten movies up in the in the show notes. In the amusing music streaming news block, the YouTube Music app will soon will soon have a new and improved of offline mixtape called "Quote Smart Downloads," downloading up to 500 songs to your phone. That is a massive increase over the previous off- offline mixtape feature, which only downloaded 100 songs based on your listening preferences for offline playback. Offline mixtape and smart downloads are all about you are all about using less data and providing you with some of your favorite music when your data signal is inconsistent. For that reason, when smart loads is enabled, it will only download music overnight when your phone is charging and on Wi-Fi. Apple Music now has 60 million paying subscribers. The company's Eddie Q, a senior vice president of services, confirmed the milestone with French, uh, French business publication uh, with Numera. Nurama, I'm probably mispronouncing his name. Yesterday, according to uh, according to music according to Music Business Worldwide, Apple also know that Beats One has quote tens of millions of listeners, while Apple still falls behind Spotify, which has 100 million premium users. Apple Music has has had a steady growth since its launch in 2015. It reached tw- uh, it reached 10 million subscribers in its first six months and climbed to 20 million paid users by December 2016. A little over a year ago, it had 40 million subscribers, and it reportedly attracted more paying users in the U.S. than Spotify. In GNCWIR and what's trending this week, uh, over on Google Trends, trending last week at number one, which when I saw this, I was very surprised to see this, um, with 10 million searches, falafel. I know falafel. I I didn't know it was that popular, but <laughs> there you go. <laughs> On Twitter, trending at number seven with what eleven thousand eleven point eleven point three thousand tweets. Hashtag. World Cup 2019. And lastly, on trending over on YouTube at number 11 with 1.1 million views, Jimmy Fallon and Nicki Minaj go to Red Lobster. And finally, a couple from Indonesia have decided to name their baby after one of the big t- biggest tech companies in the world. Are you ready for this? Google. Yes, you heard that right. This couple has officially and legally, cha- legally named their baby boy Google. There is no last name that Google is the baby's only name. Born to 31-year-old Andy Kaya Saptura and 27-year-old Ella Karina from West Java uh, back in November last year, the company revealed that they had actually planned on calling him other tech-related names, such as Microsoft, iPhone, iOS, and Windows, just to name a few. Can you imagine a baby's name? Imagine a baby's name, iPhone. What would what would Tim Cook think? According to the baby's father, quote, I told my father, Pack, Google has a great meaning because I hope Google can help many people become a useful person to others. He also since responded to critics who claimed that this was done in hopes of getting more some type of financial compensation from, from Google. He says, also says, quote, um, some said, some even said, I name my son Google to get financial compensation or that my son would be recruited by Google in the future or gets his schooling paid for, paid for by Google. So there's 
no announcements um, from Google, um, the company, <laughs> on either welcoming the baby in the world or any compensation. I will say this, though. Welcome to the world, baby Google, and to quote, um, Sp and quote, and to quote Spock from Star Trek, "Live long and prosper." And that is the tech news of the week for Friday, June twenty eighth, twenty nineteen. Thank you so much for tuning in this pretty, uh, for this week's episode. Show notes from this episode can be found at gncweekly.com. Also, be sure to check out the latest tech news and commentary from geeknewscentral.com. If you have a comment, thought, want to say hi, love to hear from you all, be it social media or email, you can find a way those to reach out to me and to GNC Weekly at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. And I will be back next week for another episode of the GNC Week in Review podcast. Uh, this upcoming Thursday is July 4th. Have a safe and happy and healthy July 4th. Great holiday. Enjoy the, enjoy the day to all in the U.S. Till then, I will talk to you all soon.